to Light Warrior Radio, where our intention is to empower and inspire you to manifest the life of your dreams, whether that's prosperity, radiant health, loving relationships, or simply peace of mind. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, best-selling author of Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And if you happen to be a highly sensitive person like myself, we have a free gift for you. It's my Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide. It's a PDF that you can download and understand the three things that we can help you navigate your life for more peace, uh, more um, prosperity, more positivity, and more personal power, cooler goal. So you can go to sensitivesoulguide.com and download that free guide for yourself. Now today, we're going to be talking about a topic that is uh, of great interest to me <laughs> because we are going to be talking about synchronicity, and there is a brand new book out that I want to tell everybody about because it's all about synchronicity because I'm talking to my students, my Tupacan Healing Level 1 students, my Light Warrior Tribe on Facebook about the importance of really watching and listening like what's going on in your life because you will be given a sign. Are you on your divine path? Are you not on your divine path? And synchronicity is one of the ways that the universe gives us those messages. So the new book that's just launching is called The Universe is Talking to You. Tap into signs and synchronicity to reveal magical moments in every day. And lucky for us, I have the author here with us on the show today. Super excited. Tammy Master Bersita. She has been in this um, industry for so long, helping people and supporting people in their journey. She's actually the founder of Elevated Existence and the publisher of the Clarion and Folio award-winning Elevated Existence magazine. She regularly hosts online workshops and releases weekly YouTube videos teaching a range of body, mind, spirit topics, including taming the chaos and opening up to signs and synchronicities from the universe and loved ones on the other side. Cool or cool. So she is a, uh, was a featured expert in the films Dream Big and The Truth About Prosperity, and she has been a guest on several radio shows, including Awakenings and the San Northrop Show. Um, and just so you know, this book, you can check it out, uh, pre-order it in case it's uh, you're listening to this before it's launched. It's going to be at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, or you can go to TammyMasterBerti.com forward slash pre-order, and I'll spell that for you: T A M M Y M A S T R O B E R T E dot com forward slash pre-order to check out the the book. Um, so this is super, super exciting. And uh, she has a very interesting, as many of my guests do, an interesting history of how do people get into this uh, kind of um, spiritual stuff, if you will. And without further ado, welcome, Tammy. Yay! Thank you so much, Yay. Karen. Love to be here. I'm so excited. I love you and your work, and I'm thrilled that you're having me on your show. Oh, I'm excited too. Thank you for spending your time with us. And uh, this is super exciting about your book because I have noticed lately the more that I am in that place of uh, peace and calm and centeredness and groundedness that I keep noticing more and more and more signs and synchronicities. Now, now for me personally, um, I tend to see or notice like repeating numbers like 111, things like that. Right. And it's like this alert. You know, the other thing I noticed personally, and this may be very different for other people, but I will just go and be in a space where I basically direct 
say, okay, this is the new reality I wish, and I follow that passion, and then I just expect the universe to support me and just and just kind of waiting and seeing what the, what what it comes up with. <laughs> yes. Yes. And go, okay. Can't wait to see what you come up with, but I've decided to do this. Uh, just brand new and, you know, show me, you know, show me how it works. Or in some cases, show me my money, you know, like, <laughs> and we yes, have a lot of fun. Yes. And, and I just love it because it, it's just like all these different really cool people I'm meeting, opportunities, and I'm just having a ball. And I think it's so great that you have this book out so people can navigate this arena and really be able to manifest more of what they do desire through understanding that. So, Tell us about your journey. How did you get to be who you are today? Well, I started um, I started sort of my spiritual journey young because I, I was brought up Catholic. I actually went to Catholic school through um, you know through all through grammar school through eighth grade, and um, and eventually as I grew, it sort of it, you know I sort of fell out of it. I started questioning a lot of things. I've always been someone who questions everything. I tend to drive everyone around me crazy, doctors, my husband, etc. Um, so. Um, so I eventually sort of fell off of it. And then what happened was when I was 22 years old, my mother died suddenly of a brain aneurysm. And it really sort of, and I think this happens to anybody who's listening who's kind of gone through something that really rocked your world, whether it be a death, whether it be a divorce, whether it be a diagnosis, um, whatever, sort of leads you on this path to look for more. And that's really what happened to me at that point, and that eventually led me to a medium named George Anderson. He's still practicing out of, I believe, Long Island. And at the time, this was back in 1999 that she passed away. So I always say this is before mediums were on TV, and it was just this, you know, sort of everyday regular thing that people talked about. I, you know, I thought he was the only person in the world who had the ability to do this, and he just started showing up everywhere. And my sister kept calling me and saying, I'm telling you, mommy wants us to go, blah, 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 blah. Technically, she, she did know about him before she died. And so we just felt like we were being pushed toward him. So we went, and it completely opened everything up for me. And I just could not believe. I mean, I left there, and I cried for three days afterwards because I was just like, this, is, this was just incredible. I mean, this, this just proved so much to me about life after death and, and, and all of that. And so that really launched me into the work that I'm doing today, um, eight years later, later and a million different synchronicities that led me um, to it. I started Elevated Existence Magazine in 2008. But... For me, it really was her death, and actually the first chapter in The Universe is Talking to You, I called How My Mother Taught Me the Truth About Life After Her Death, because that's really how it happened, is that through, this, through mediums, through the signs she was sending me, through the synchronistic experiences, I really just started learning what I believe to me resonates as the truth, is that we don't die, that our only, only the physical body dies, the soul lives on, um, and so many more different things. But, but to me, I started getting so many signs from her, and I started telling people about them, and I would keep hearing from people over and over, oh, you're so lucky, you're so lucky you get signs from your mother. I never hear from my father, or I never hear from my, my son, or whomever. And it, for a while, I was like, wow, I guess I am lucky. 
And then I really started thinking about it, and one, again, one thing led to another, and I started coming up with, okay, why? Why am I getting all of these signs and other people are not getting them? And not just my, from my mother. My mother really opened the door to signs for me, but mm. I started, you know, expanding beyond that. And then I started recognizing synchronicity in my life. And so I just started diving into, like, what am I doing differently? Or what, you know, if I had to teach someone else what to do, what would I teach them? And so I just sort of developed these different things that I was using, and I developed different tools and different prayers. And I started teaching it to people. And the reaction has been incredible. And I thought, okay, I need to put this into a book form. And eventually, it led me to creating this book and putting it out there. And really, it is a how-to because I want people to realize the universe. And when I say the universe, I mean your angels, your guides, your loved ones on the other side, the universe as a whole, really is always talking to us. We are always talking to it through our thoughts and our emotions and the things mm-hmm. that we're putting out there, whether we're doing it consciously or you know, subconsciously, but it's always responding back. And that's the piece where it's just like nobody has taught us how to listen and how to get these signals of guidance and, and, all, and reassurance. And so that's really what led me to put this into a process and then start teaching it and putting it out there. Oh, wow. That is fantastic. That's so exciting. And I know today um, you're going to be sharing with us uh, a couple of, a, a number of things. You're going to be sharing with us an exercise to jumpstart the science, quote unquote, from the universe and our loved ones. Um, three ways synchronicity shows up in our lives. People want to know that. And uh, clues to notice these signs and synchronicities when they happen. And then maybe sharing a little bit about a five-step process to ignite the flow of these signs in our lives. So yeah, this is really great. And like, like I said before, I'm super excited to, first of all, you know, when you had me on your telesummit and then I found out that you were launching this book, I rushed to be like, Hey, can I help you with this book launch? Because it's really important information. And, you know, there's so many of us in the, you know, spiritual teaching world and leadership world that have different aspects, sort of like fractals and a hologram, you know, there's different aspects of, of things and how we communicate to people and how different people resonate with us. So I think that it's so awesome that we can work together and support each other to, yeah. to say, hey, you know what, he, hey, I this is the part that I it's not my expertise to teach. Why don't you learn it from Tammy, you know, and, and things right. like that. And I love that because it enhances community. <laughs> yes, yes, totally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is so cool. Um, so um, how, you know, like when people are uh, doing this process, when they're reading your book, I think one of the things is that, you know, I talked a little bit about my experience with the synchronicities, but, um, I mean, is it possible that some people – like don't experience them or is it more like they don't notice them? Oh, it's a hundred percent. Yeah. It's a hundred percent that they, they are not realizing it because Mm. it is happening to everybody. We are, we are so guided. We, there, I, I always say to people, there are no accidents. There are no coincidences. Everything is happening to lead you somewhere. Everything is happening for your highest good. It's just that when it's happening, we don't, you can't see it. The best way to see it is by looking backward, by sort of connecting the dots backward. And I have a a couple different exercises to help people start finding these 
sort of dots in their past that connect them to the, to the present so that then you become more open. Once you realize how synchronicity works, what it actually is, you can start noticing it as it's happening, and then in the future it's easier to, to like, let's say when something – bad happens or you get bad news, instead of being like, oh my gosh, this is the end of the world and I'm never going to be able to get over this and, and just spiraling down, you have that confidence that, okay, wait a minute, remember the last time something like this happened or remember, you know, from looking in my past, the, you know, when something bad happened, look where it led me. And then you start having a little bit more faith, a little more, a little more certainty in the midst of all the uncertainty, like I can look back and say, okay, my mother's death when I was 22 was horrible. It was, it was a hard thing for me to go through. I still miss her every day. I still want her back. However, had that not happened, would it, be, would it have triggered me into the path that I'm on right now? Would I be doing the work that I'm doing right now? Would I find comfort the way that I find comfort now? And would I be able to be teaching other people, right? So right. to me, synchronicity is, it, it's just, it's happening all the time. And as soon as you can start tuning into it and uncovering it from the past, your whole outlook on life and everything that's happening in it is going to change. It, oh, I totally echo that. It's, it's so different being in a place where something that we don't want <laughs> happens to us mm -hmm. and judging it as quote-unquote bad and then feeling victimized from it rather than what you're saying is saying, well, whatever happens can be for the highest and greatest good. It depends on our perception and what we do with it <laughs> and, and how yes. we perceive it. And so it can totally shift. And then that's, I mean, I, 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 mean, I used to think that, gosh, I'm just so non-judgmental and so nice and, you know, all this kind of stuff. But deep inside, honestly, I was seething with resentment <laughs> yeah. because I was too nice, didn't have healthy boundaries, couldn't say no. And I had the myth that, I, you know, I did get that trained from my, you know, my parents uh, because they didn't, you know, know any better at the time. But it was sort yeah. of like, if I do everything right, life will be perfect. And I will not have yeah. any struggle or any pain or anything like that. And that's kind of a myth and because what even what you're saying and in your book, too, you're saying that, hey, you know, there may be some what we perceive as obstacles. Um, yeah. However, like your mom passing away, maybe that, you know, who would you be if she had not done, you know, I mm -hmm. mean, her role in your development? Yeah, oh, totally, totally. And when you start sort of realizing that, everything really is happening for a reason, that there is a plan, that there is, you know, within this chaos, there actually is calm and there actually is direction and meaning. It, it sort of takes the sting out of everything that's, that's going on in your life. I mean, at any time today, I always just say to myself, I know there's a solution. There's a solution to every mm -hmm. problem. And if I, if I can just wake myself up a little bit, if I can just ask, call in my higher help and ask for direction and then recognize that direction when it comes, I'm going to be okay. And so it really, it really, I, 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 honest to God, it changes your entire life when you start opening up to, I call them like gifts from the universe. And, and that's what they really are. Whether it's, whether it's loved ones who have passed on or whether it's just our angels, our guides trying to direct us or even in many cases reroute us if we're maybe headed in the wrong direction. <laughs> I know um, that one. <laughs> and, yep, 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 that happens. Uh, but thank God, and that's the thing. And, and when we start recognizing it, it's like, oh, my gosh, we're not alone. Oh, my gosh, we're mm -hmm. so guided. 
I'm, I'm going to be okay. Like, no matter what happens, I am going to be okay. And that's sort of the, the side effect of starting to open yourself up to these gifts. Mm, yeah, that's beautiful. Now, one of the things I'm, I think that somebody might be asking here is that in uh, 2020, especially around, you know, um, February, March, especially April, people were worldwide were, uh, you know, told to stay at home, you have to do this physical social distancing thing so you don't, quote, unquote, catch the coronavirus and get sick and die and da, da, da. And so yeah. people worldwide went into a state of panic. I'm not saying all of our tribe yeah. did. Many of them did very well. However, um, you know, somebody could say, hey, Tammy, how is that for our highest and greatest good? And how yeah. would you answer that? So and so here's what I think. I think there's, a, there's, a, there's individual things that each person is learning from it. Um, what, I, what I was telling my, uh, my membership community that I have, I would say to them, listen, how many times have you said to yourself, I don't have time to meditate. I don't have time to, mm-hmm. um, to do my spiritual practices. I don't, I don't have enough time. I, I'm too busy. Things are too great. And it's like the universe just handed you on a silver platter time. So wouldn't this be the best time for you to start practicing some of those things, to start changing up some of your routines, to start implementing all of those things that you say you wanted to implement? So I feel like individually we're all learning lessons from this. Maybe we're trapped with people who are driving us crazy, and and so we learn something from that, right? I think all of us might be learning individual lessons, but on a global level, I think that, a, a lot of people have come together to support one another. A lot of people are raising money and trying to help healthcare workers, and so that, that alone is sort of raising the vibration a bit despite the people who are panicking. And also, if you look, I know it's hard to, when you're in the midst of a pandemic, the news is always terrible, but if you look for it, there is good news out there. And what, what has been brought to me is so many different things about like in, in Italy, I think it was, um, the water was so polluted, and all of a sudden when everybody was forced to stay home, the water started cleansing itself, and dolphins started swimming you know, oh, closer yeah, and closer to the shore. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh, right, right. So, so that's something. Another thing they were saying, I think it was in China, that um, the pollution level had gone down mm-hmm. like significantly. So like – what. When you start looking at all of this other stuff, it's like, okay, maybe we don't know exactly why all of this is happening. We don't know why it's happening globally to us, and we don't know exactly why it's happening individually. However, there is sort of things that you can pull out, which I just gave you some examples of that we can say, okay, I'm benefiting from this in some way, or I can, I can find ways to benefit from this, like I said, with your spiritual practices and things like that. So... So that's sort of one of the one of the ways that I had been looking at this and continue to look at this as it continues to sort of evolve and wherever we're at at this point. But um, but that's you know there's there is meaning in it and we we don't always know what that meaning is when we're in the midst of it. We can suggest it, but once all of this shakes out, I guarantee you a lot of us are going to look back and say, oh, okay, look what I got out of this oh, I see, if this hadn't happened, maybe this wouldn't have happened. And so that's sort of how synchronicity works or how 
everything sort of has this meaning and often you cannot see it until you're sort of through the storm and then you can look back and say oh I get it right I always say how many of you think back to men or women that you dated and at the time when you broke up with them you were just like distraught and it was like oh my god and now if you think back you think thank God and the Lord above that I didn't wind up with that person, right? Like, we think back and it's like, what was I thinking? So that's like a perfect, you know, yeah, that's like the perfect example is, you know, sometimes when we're in the midst of it, we think, oh, my gosh, this is the worst thing in the world. Or maybe if you got fired from a job, but then you wound up getting a job that was a quadrillion times better and so many more benefits and you wind up meeting somebody and now you're best friends with somebody. So it's like, if you can start finding these in the past that have led you, you start realizing how guided you are so that when a pandemic hits or when something crazy happens on a global scale, you can say to yourself, I don't know exactly what this is going to lead me to, but I trust and I have faith because I've seen it in my past and I can move forward and know that wherever I'm going, I'm going to be okay. And that's really what it's about is like the world is so uncertain. So if I could give you a little bit of certainty, do you know how much stress that alleviates or how much angst that alleviates? And that's really what uncovering signs of synchronicity can do. Ooh, yeah, that is so true. Because if we're in that eye of the hurricane, if we can trust, and then we're not just talking about lip service trust here. I mean, yeah, you know, it, it's something that we actually train and, and, and it becomes a habit. Um, it may not be automatic, at least it wasn't for me to, to trust. Mm-hmm. But as I began to venture into that trust and see like, exactly what you said was looking at the past and reframing that go, oh, you know what? That really actually mm-hmm. helped me. Like people are going through when they went through the pandemic, they were like all of a sudden out of work or even clinicians that are not essential, yes. not like, you know, medical doctors, maybe they're naturopaths, maybe they're acupuncturists, massage therapists, suddenly out of work, you know? And in the right. past, they were just too busy, too busy, too busy to deal with what are some other ways I can share my magic and wisdom besides hands-on healing. Now it's sort of like, OMG, I better innovate. Like if I want to actually make money and survive like my business I better innovate yes. some people are just like they got the message and they're just diving in they're diving yes. in they're innovating they're on zoom they're you know um they're they're mm-hmm. just you know very very fast and then other people unfortunately you know at that place where they're just frozen like hoping the government will bail them out so yes yes yeah there's all these different things that I'm you know was seeing from from people um mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe you can share with us some, um, like, we'll back up a little bit because there might be, for some folks listening in, and it could be, you know, all mm-hmm. different age groups, like, what do you exactly mean by synchronicity? Oh, <laughs> yes. So many people have heard the term and they may, they might think they know what it means. Um, but I, I just, when obviously when I started trying to come up with how to teach people how to find it, I was like, what is the definition? So <laughs> synchronicity itself as a word was created by a psychiatrist named um, Carl Jung. And he started noticing, and this was back in the 1920s, he started noticing that in his practice, as he started working with clients and, and he started helping them find synchronicity in their life, they actually started improving in therapy where they were not before. 
And so he got excited about it and really started, it, you know, delving into it, and he's written books on it and all of that. So synchronicity itself is actually the connection of two or more. So it's two or more events or circumstances that are somehow meaningfully related. So it's not that one caused the other one, but it's that these two or more events are sort of meaningful coincidences or connect together in some way. So you want me to share the, like the three basic ways it shows up so I can give you some examples? Sure. Okay. So, so for example, the first way that something like this would show up or a synchronicity would show up in your life is that the universe wants to give you some type of a reassurance and let you know, yes, you are on the right path. Yes, what you are thinking about is something that you should be doing. And so it will use synchronicity in that way. So an example would be, let's say you decided that you want to start taking yoga classes. And you have it in your mind, but you haven't done anything about it yet. And then, you know, one day you were like, I really should look in to see if there's a yoga studio near me that I can join. And you look online, you write down a couple of yoga studios, and then again, you don't do anything about it. Then all of a sudden, a friend calls you and says to you, oh my gosh, uh, you know, I was just looking. Do you know that there's a yoga studio by us? And, in the, and gives you the name of one of the ones that you wrote down. And she says she wants to join. Do you want to do it together? So... Something like that would be like the universe is saying to you here, yes, go to the yoga, you know, like you hadn't made the move, you hadn't made the move, and then the universe had your friend call you and say, hey, I'm going to join this, do you want to go? And then you're like, oh, that's so crazy because I was just looking this up and that happened to be one of the studios I wrote down and I can't believe this. And then you wind up going together and then you're more apt to even go because you have a partner to go with you. So that would be like a reassurance, right, where the universe keeps throwing yoga in your face or yoga studios in your face until you get it. Another way is, um, is to sort of wake you up to something or to get you to take notice of something maybe not on your radar already. So this is where you hear people say you hear the name of, the, the, a, name of a book two or three times in a month, and you're like, why does this book keep coming across my path? Maybe I should get this book, that type of a thing. Um, I've had this happen with, um, it, I mean, crazy, crazy circumstances happen where at one point I had Gary Renard, who is a um, – an author, he teaches a lot on A Course in Miracles, and his book was on my radar. Somebody had told me about it, and then like maybe two weeks later, I interviewed somebody who randomly brought up the name of the book, and I was like, it had nothing to do with what we were talking about. I'm like, that's weird. I just heard that book again. And then I did another interview with somebody else, and it turns out they were actually one of the people who read on his audio book, and I was like, okay, wait a minute. This is the third <laughs> time I've heard... So then I, not only did I get the book, but I wound up really liking him, and then I contacted him to be one of the writers for our magazine for a while. So that's how the universe was sort of waking me up to not just the book, but him as a person and as a teacher to, you know, contribute to the magazine for a while. So that's an example of, like, when you keep sort of – and both of those examples are really when you have this repetition happening, where you see it happening over and over again. And then the final way that synchronicity shows up, 
is what I was talking about before with sort of connecting the dots or guiding you in a certain direction or pushing you, you know, where one thing is, is leading you to the next thing is leading you to the next thing type of a deal. Um, I had this happen. The first time I actually noticed synchronicity was when I got, I wound up getting Deepak Chopra for the very first cover of the magazine, which in itself is insane that I was able to do that because here I was starting and starting an online magazine, like who the heck was I, right? And I was able to get it. And it literally was, and, and I always say synchronicity does not have to be within the same week or within the same, you know, month. It can be, it can be years apart that you can trace one thing connecting to the next thing. And to make a long story short, basically I had gone to a Chopra Center event in New York City called Perfect Health. This was years, years, years ago. This was probably, probably went in 2007. It was a year later that I decided to start the magazine. And I go through this whole story because the whole story has so many synchronistic points. It's ridiculous in the book. But I'll, I'll shorten it. Basically, a year later, I decide to start this magazine, look for somebody who could be on the cover, realize the Chopra Center is actually having an event where Deepak Chopra is going to be speaking in April. I start the business in March. I find this out that he's going to be speaking in April because I was planning on doing the, the first issue of the magazine in June. I then try to get a picture of him for the cover because I figured I'll go to this event. I'll cover the event. He's speaking. I will write the event up as a cover story and then just I need a picture of him for the cover to start this. Nobody would pay any attention to me. I don't blame them because who the heck was I? But I thought to myself, wait a minute, I know the spa director at the Chopra Center that I went to the year before in New York because they were based in California. I wonder if she'll remember me. I'm going to go down there on my lunch hour because at the time I worked in New York and I literally went there with my new elevated existence cover, cover letter head in my hand with the logo and everything. They said that she was in a meeting. I scribbled a note on the paper saying who I was, what I needed. Within, I'd say, 10 minutes, I got a phone call on my cell phone, and she said to me, of course I remember you. Yes, I can help you. And within an hour, I had different, different options for the cover in my email. Yeah. So that – that, you know, had I not gone to that event, right, had I not, and at that event is where I, I learned to meditate really for the first time, like officially meditate with like a, you know, I, I learned primordial sound meditation, which is what they teach. That made me realize I wanted to work for myself, but it wasn't until a year later that I decided to start this magazine and that I was able to go back to that contact. We all have these crazy synchronistic stories in our past. It's just that you have to learn how to find them. Mm, so that's yeah, sort of the overview. The yes, yes. Connect those little dots to, you know, and once I had a friend, I had a friend of mine say to me, you know, I went to school. She's like, I, I hear what you're saying about this synchronicity stuff, but if everything happens for a reason, you know, I went to school for psychology and I'm not doing anything with psychology. So what was the point there? And I was like, so I started going through and asking her some of the questions that I, that I share in the book. And I was like, well, you know, uh, what else did you do there? Did you meet anybody there? And she was like, oh, well, I met my fiance there. And I was like, hello, you were hello. supposed to go there so you could meet your fiance. You know what I'm saying? And it turned
turns out she's now she does like intuitive work and so that psychology background does come into sort of play there to a certain extent but it's like sometimes we think well I majored in this and and I'm not even doing anything with that well what else did you get out of that college experience right so we have to sort of be a little bit of a detective in our in our own background and and I give all the questions and everything for people to start finding these dots but there are always dots when we really learn how to look for them mm, yeah that's a beautiful example and and I, I, mm-hmm. I could echo some of that because uh, I'm sure at some stage my parents were like wait a second you went to medical school you paid all that money <laughs> the Canadian government right. paid all that money if you go to medical school and then you want to do to become an acupuncturist and give up medicine, you know, and that was close right. after I burnt out with fibromyalgia, <laughs> and then now, right. and now it's like, wait a minute, you're giving up your office? What? Yeah. To, to go online, you know, and it's funny because God actually, I actually asked Source like what what month, and uh, it kept saying May 2019. I'm like May, that's weird, and I was like, no, 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 I, I think I'll do November. I, I told my patients that probably be two years so that'll be two years November right so then something else happened in this case it was like um, some weird thing happened where one of my patients is actually a friend of mine and uh, it's one of those cases where you know the family says hey do you mind you know rewriting this script because you know uh, you know the, the the old age home got it wrong I can't get a hold of their doctor I was like sure no problem I wasn't really paying attention too much that I don't really do these kinds of outside the office scripts a lot well I messed it up somehow and got uh, yeah and then and then and then really got myself in trouble because I was talking to the nurse and being overly friendly and she freaked out when when she saw CBD oil on there she was don't you know you can't write that and I'm like no sorry (laughs) you know and then so she, she got me into trouble with the state and but the minute I got the call from the state that I'm being investigated, I was like, oh, okay, God, fine, fine, fine. May it is, may it is, you know? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, and that's yeah, exactly. that's what's so funny when I say like rerouting you sometimes is yep. because we rerouting. think we know, and the universe is like, oh no, if you're not going to do something about it, I'm going to do something about it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Hey, well, yeah, the mm-hmm. thing is, I, la- I chuckled a bit, right? Because I got two, you know, twice answered May, and I was like, no, 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 I think I'm going to do November. And then get this happened. I knew it was going to, you know, it was gonna, probably going to blow over, but I was totally prepared. Like, if I had to go to court, that's fine. I figured it would just be a, an experience, right? So, but I was pretty calm about it. And uh, the funny thing is, is that when all this happens, uh, the minute I, you know, put, shut that door, um, I convinced my next door neighbors and massage therapists to go into my space and they've made it so beautiful. They've expanded their space, expanded their massage surface. So it's like not unused space. It's beautiful now. And then all these opportunities started coming for me because I was willing to finally listen. I need a little push, but um, yeah. finally listen. And then now that, you know, there was the whole 2020 COVID-19 thing, I was already at home, already online, fairly well established. And so that really helped me a lot financially yes yes because I did not totally wait. see mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. yes and and what's awesome about this is everybody that's listening to this right now you all have examples of this in your life I promise yeah. you you all have examples of this in your life and when you start uncovering it you're like oh my god this is weird this is the coolest thing I never even saw this I never even realized this like even when I when I started doing some of the exercises myself in my own life I was like what like I, I couldn't even believe some of the stuff that I hadn't even realized until I started sort of digging through, and it's so cool to uncover it. 
<laughs> that is awesome. Now, do you mm-hmm. have an exercise for people to maybe like jumpstart the science from the universe or maybe our, you know, yes. loving loved ones? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, this is so cool. So I, I developed this basically out of um, the fact that I was inadvertently doing it and not realizing it. And I realized that I was doing it when I interviewed a medium for, um, uh, for the magazine, for, for the YouTube channel. And in it, she was explaining to me how her husband sort of took his birthday and multiplied it and came up with a number and then just sort of started, you know, using that number and, and telling, you know, his angels to use that number to get his attention. And all of a sudden, like a light bulb went off in my head. And I was like, oh, no, this is what I've been doing. Because what happens is my mother, when she communicates with me, one of the things she uses is her birth date. So she was born May 9th. So anytime I see 059, 0509, 59, you know, anything along those lines, I sort of know she's around. And what would happen is she would use something like her birth date or she would use her name, which is Marianne. And I would say, oh, my mother's around. I just heard her name. And so I would, I would basically accept the, the sign that came in. She, on the other side, was like, oh, she got that. I'm going to use that again. So in a way, I was sort of inadvertently assigning her these signs because as I got them and accepted them, she would use them more. I would notice them more, and it became this whole thing. So now what I tell people to do, and this has been the coolest thing, because when I have people do this, I cannot even tell you the the emails and the Facebook messages and the stories that I get from people when they try this. So here's how easy it is. You pick a person that you would like to communicate with. So it can be someone that you love that passed away. It can be Archangel Michael if you work with Archangel Michael or if you're on a healing journey and you'd like Archangel Raphael to show you signs, you can pick that. If you know the name of one of your guides, you can do that. You could even assign it to, like, you don't have to know who your guardian angel is, but I believe we all have one. You can just assign it to the guardian angel. But you pick a person, an entity, a master, whomever, that you would like to communicate with. And you're, then you're going to pick a sign that you can give them. So if it's a loved one, you could use their name. You could use their birth date. You could use your birth date. You could use a particular flower or something. You know, if there was a particular animal, I always say, like, if, if your, you know, father loved cardinals or your mother loved butterflies or whatever it might be, pick some type of a sign that you would like them to use. And then all you have to do is just sort of get quiet and you're going to say a prayer and you're just going to call them in and you're going to, and, and I give, I'm a big person on prayers and sort of setting intentions. That's one of the main, um, that's actually the first step of my five-step process of setting your intention. But just say, calling them in and saying, listen, I know that you have been communicating with me and I'm probably missing it. So here's what I'd like to do. I promise you that I will accept the signs that come I'm going to give you this particular sign to use. If you can use it within the next 24 to 48 hours, that would be cool. But I promise that I will accept this sign. I will pay attention to it. I will accept it, and I will celebrate it when it comes. I'd like to open the doors of communication between us. 
you thank them, and you send them on their way, and then you wait and see what happens. Now, what I love about this is you can, uh, you can do this over and over again with different loved ones, different angels, different whomever, so that you're going to almost start building your own reference guide. And, and the other thing is, remember I, I mentioned a couple different ways that my mother communicates with me. If you start off with one, you're going to start opening up and finding other ones, and you're going to sort of get this grouping of ways that each sort of angel or loved one or whomever is communicating with you, and it opens the door for so much more. So it's a simple, easy exercise, but I cannot tell you, people freak out. They love this. They start getting some, you know, people who've never received a sign start getting them. It's just, it's awesome. Wow, that's neat. So can you give us an example of, say, someone wants to uh, have that communication with Archangel Raphael? So can you give an example, like, of what a sign might be that we would assign to that communication? Yeah, I mean, it can be anything that you either would associate with, with the person or anything that you'd like. So I, had, I was once told that the Blessed Mother Mary was one of my guides, and so I actually wasn't I, – I was told this through a medium, and I was like, I don't know if that's true. I'm just going to throw it out there. So I said to her one day after my meditation, if you really are one of my guides, can you use the sign of a rose at some point today and let me know that you actually are? And I just, the rose just came into my head. So you could use a dragonfly. You could say, you know, you could have something associated with healing, maybe that makes you, maybe sunflowers you could give to Archangel Raphael. Anything that you can think of that you would want to, um, to give, you know, that, that would be something that you would notice, right? I, I wouldn't just give, like, the shape of a heart because that would be a little more generic. But if you oh, wanted to use, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would, right. I would pick something that's Not sort of concrete so that you can, yeah, that you can give. So I gave, I gave the rose that day to the Blessed Mother. And so then I went, you know, I remember I went back to my desk and I sat down and I happened to look at this, like, flip chart thing that I had, and it had a rose in the background. And I was like, okay, that was too easy. Because this is the other thing we do, too, is we'll get the sign. This is what people do, and this is another step in my five-step process, is you have to say yes to it. So we'll get the sign, and then we question it, and then we think, oh, that was too fast, or, oh, you know, I wanted a rose, and I wanted it to be an actual flower, not a picture, so I'm not going to accept that. So we talk ourselves out of these things. But what I say is if you really question it, you just ask for another one. They don't care. They'll give you another one. So what I did that day was, okay, that was really, that was really fast. I just came out of my meditation space, sat down, and it was there. Like, that's too fast. So I'm, I'm like, I need you to give me another one. And so literally within like 10 minutes, something made me go in and look at this document that I had. And part of what was written there was stop and smell the roses. And I stopped and I laughed. I laughed. I'm like, okay, I get it. I'll accept it. I'll do what I tell other people to do. I get it. So that's the type of thing. So you can, you can use anything. Like I said, you can use a butterfly. You could use a bunny. You could use, it could be an animal. It could be a flower. It could be a name. It could be whatever sort of you feel that you would like to associate with that particular entity, person, etc. For each loved one, it could be something, you know, that you associate with them. So mm. it could be, you know, if, if they liked something in particular, if they liked Mickey Mouse, you could use Mickey Mouse. You know, anything along those gotcha. lines. It could be, it really, it could be anything like that. But it's, 
it's so cool. And I've had people email me to say, oh, my God, within five minutes I got, you know, I got my sign. And then other people will say, you know what, I for, kind of forgot that I did the exercise, and then it was like 48 <laughs> hours later, and then all of a sudden I got it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe, you know. So you just have to try it, and you have to be open to it. And I cannot tell you the beautiful and amazing things that will happen just from this one exercise. And that will give you a little bit more confidence to start moving forward with some of the other stuff I teach that's all sort of laid out. Nice. Well, one of the things that's come up with my extreme uh, highly sensitive people, I have one in particular, who uh, she has some pretty hefty-duty, let's just say, cosmic responsibilities. And so Mm -hmm. it's been a little challenging because she will get some sort of symptom. Well, we're calling it a symptom just because it's uncomfortable. It's not dangerous, but uncomfortable symptom Mm -hmm. in the body. And that will lead her to figure out what it is or who it is that needs healing. And once we figure it out, sometimes we need to do it together, then that symptom goes away, at least until the next time. So we're trying to figure out how we can get some sort of sign uh, so she would know who and what to direct healing to so that she doesn't have to feel it in the body. So do you have mm-hmm. any suggestions related to that? Um, so when you say that she needs healing, is it always somebody totally different, or is there people that sort of come up over and over again that, oh, that need right. healing? Sorry, I didn't specify. Yeah, so so her responsibility levels include, she is a light being incarnated into a human body. So these guys are one of my super sensitives uh, because they were not embodied previously. So in the body, they have some very interesting, um, let's say, bodily signs and symptoms sometimes. So uh, mm-hmm. she's responsible sometimes, not all the time, uh, is to help other light beings, starseeds in the, you know, on the planet, Sometimes she has responsibilities to Mother Earth. That's very, very common. Sometimes she has responsibilities Mm -hmm. to help and heal things going on in mass consciousness. And sometimes it's all of creation. I know that sounds very overwhelming for the average person, but, you know, it's just Mm -hmm. one of her callings. So, and I have that one too from time to time. Right. Yeah, so she needs some sort of indicator. We haven't been able to be that successful to figure out instead of just muscle husting it or whatever, like, is there a way where she would just know now's the time that you need to send healing as opposed to now you're swelling and <laughs> have to figure right, out what stuff it is. Right, right. I would, something I would probably try with that would be if, if you find maybe the healings that she's doing, you know, let's say, I feel like you mentioned four, but I'm not sure. So let's just say there's four different types of, or four different um, times or places that she has to send healing to. So I would... Um, and I don't know if she works with any specific, do you, do you teach her to work with any specific angels or anything like that in terms of sending the healing or? Um, she has like a contingent of a humongous contingent of, we just call them God team members, but, um, okay, perfect. So, so, so what I would do is I would address the, the God team members and I would say, um, you know, if you can, you, and I would pick, you know, let's say there's four different things. So I would pick four different types of symbols or something along those lines that would be, that would direct her like, okay, this, this would be stop what you're doing and send to mother earth, or this would be stop what you're doing and send to blah, blah, blah. And then she would just pay attention to when those signs or those symbols sort of start coming into her awareness. 
And mm-hmm. when they do, she can maybe mitigate it before she gets the physical symptoms in her body. That's how I would try that and see what would happen. Ah. And I would call in that whole team and say, here, I'm going to give you these symbols so that you can stop using my physical body. I'm going to give you these <laughs> symbols and let's try it this way. And obviously if I'm ignoring them and I start feeling something in my body, then I'll, I'll handle it. But, um, but I am going to try to be. And the other thing that I always say when you're giving a sign is to ask for help in recognizing it. So I'm a big Mm, believer in calling in higher help. And part of my, um, part of the morning prayer that I give people in the book and that I share every morning, you're saying, please help me open my eyes, ears, heart, and mind to all the signs and synchronicities around me and help me recognize them when they arrive. So asking for that help too of saying, here are the signs that I want you to use for these different things. Please also help me to recognize them before they start affecting my physical body. So that's sort of how I would try that. I, that's, that would be really interesting. You've got to get back to me on that one and let me know how that works. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'll share that with her, and I think that will be really helpful for me as well. Right now what's happening, of course I'm super busy, but um, what's happening is that mm-hmm. I do like, um, uh, it only takes me, you know, five, ten minutes. Anyway, so twice a day. Mm-hmm. I just go and ask, okay, who's, <laughs> you know, who do I need to heal today, you know, and um, I'll just go do, 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 in Vinnieverse, yes, you know, Mother Earth, no, today, Mass Consciousness, yes, you know, and so I'll just go and do, heal, mm-hmm. heal, 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 uh, and uh, if I do that consistently every day, um, it's not necessarily that I get a Well, what happens is if I don't do that consistently every day, then something will happen in my body to get my attention. Yes, uh, right, like right, 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 right. Constipation or something like that, and then I go, oh yeah, I haven't done that, you know, in the last three days. Usually, right. two to three days of me not doing it, getting out of the habit, and then if I go back and go, what's going on, right? And then I do whatever my responsibility is to heal. Then I don't have those symptoms anymore. So right now I'm doing like a preemptive strike, so to speak, or preemptive heal uh, in this yes. case. But I'm actually mm-hmm. not. I'm not. Specific specifically asking for a sign for each of those various different people or things that I'm healing. So this might be really interesting to experiment. Yeah, it might might be helpful. And then as soon as you see it, especially if you see it more than once, because I find that sometimes when when we see something once – we're like, okay, but then if we see it two or three times, or, or what you can do is, let's say you see the symbol, mm-hmm. you could always say, if, this, if, this, if, you're try- if you are trying to tell me to do this, let me just see this one more time, and you could gotcha. double check. Or as soon as you see it, you could just stop and, and, and do the healing and, and see if that sort of prevents the physical Ooh, symptoms, because I feel like it fun. might, yeah, it might be a really good way to do it. Okay, I'm thinking maybe the ohm symbol and maybe the flower of life. Maybe oh yeah, that I would like to, you know, to to use and uh, and ooh, be open be to. I mean, you have to be open to it showing up anywhere. So I have people who like all of a sudden you'll go on social media and someone will have shared something with the flower of life, or right. you'll come across. You know what I mean? Like it could be anywhere that anywhere. comes into your sort of perception. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, Even overhearing somebody else or you're in the grocery mm. store and somebody has an own T-shirt on. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. anything like that. Yeah. Good. Good. Excellent. Um, now, you mentioned uh, and you've, you've talked about some of the five-step processes to kind of mm-hmm. ignite that flow of signs in our life. So could you like kind of summarize some of those things that you talk about in the book, these five, the, the step, five-step process? Yes. 
Yes, I can give you um, sort of a quick uh, rundown of them because each one sort of has their whole own like specifications and exp explanations and all that stuff. So, um, so over the sort of overview of it all is there's five steps. So the first step is um, setting your intention, which I talked about. So that's really sort of just in the book. I have like a turning point prayer where you're going to now from now on. Ask to, be, ask to be open, and you're just basically saying this prayer, calling in all of your help, saying from now on I'm going to start viewing things differently. Then I have something called the morning prayer, where every morning you are going to call in your um, – the way I do it is I always say I'm calling in uh, my angels, my guides, my loved ones who have passed on, all those in my soul society, which pretty much represents everybody that I may be aware of or not aware of that's working on my behalf. Um, only those of the very highest vibration to be with me today. Please open my eyes, ears, heart, and mind to all the signs and synchronicities that may come my way today, and please help me recognize them when they arrive. And then part of that prayer is I always call an Archangel Michael for protection. I always call an Archangel Raphael because I think most of us are healing something. So I always call him in um, to help me on my healing journey. And then I have a section in there where you can really call in help for anything that you might be facing that day. And then I just end it with gratitude. So setting that intention is, I mean, I'm sure you know in terms of intention, when you put your focus and intention on something, that's where the energy flows. And that's where things start changing. So setting your intention and doing it every day to bring it back into your conscious mind is a huge piece. The second piece, which I mentioned here also, is just saying yes. And I know that sounds like duh, but how many people out there are not saying yes to the signs, are, are questioning them, are thinking they're wrong, are fluffing them off as a coincidence? When you're doing that, you're blocking the flow to more. I just want you, when you're first starting out, to just say yes to things that are coming to you. And if you have to question them, just ask for another sign. The third piece of it is, the third um, step is noticing. And I teach all different types of things uh, or different phrases, things that you need to pay attention to to start noticing. One great example is when you go, oh my gosh, that was such a coincidence. Or, oh my gosh, this must be my lucky day. This is exactly what I needed. When you start saying things like that or you hear other people saying things like that, start to pay attention because something is going on that is beyond just a coincidence, right? There are no coincidences. The other, the fourth step is about capturing them. And I give you nightly questions to ask yourself, and I give um, examples about how you can start capturing all of these different little things that are happening around you. The reason I want you to capture them is because, for the most part, we're not paying attention and by capturing them, you are going to stop in the moment and you are going to say, okay. And I say just put a note in your phone. And then at night, if you can get like a journal that's just for this to do your nightly questions, there's like five or six questions, this can start helping you look back on your, like sort of replay your day and say, okay, what could have happened that maybe I thought was a coincidence? Did I meet anybody new today? So that then you can look back and find the dots within the past month and not wait, you know, 12 years to go and look back. <laughs> so sort of having this, the whole, the capturing piece mm -hmm. is huge to help. And it all is. of this, by the way, is just retraining your mind to look and open your awareness. That's the biggest piece of this. 
And then the last piece, the, the fifth step, is about getting to a higher vibration. And not just getting there, but learning how to maintain that higher vibration. Because the more that you're in that higher vibration, the more that you will notice when you dip out of it and get yourself back. And that is where you're going to manifest what you want rather than what you don't want. That's where you're going to start noticing the signs. That's where you're going to be in flow for more synchronicities and opportunities to flow to you. But your vibration is a huge piece of it. If you talk to any medium or psychic or anything like that, they will tell you before they do their work, they need to consciously raise their vibration and that those spirits on the other side will consciously lower theirs so we can meet in the middle. So if your vibration is higher, you're going to be more in flow with these signs. So I give you so many tips about how to do that and how to quickly and easily do that. Nothing that I teach sort of takes a lot of time. Everything is about taking a couple of minutes here or just adjusting this or adjusting that, and, and you'll start to see the differences. So that's the five-step process. Beautiful. I Thank being, you. Being highly productive and, and busy, I have not been a fan necessarily. I don't poo-poo it because I think it's incredibly valuable, but I have not been a fan of sitting meditation for 40, 60, two hours in some cases. Yes. Some of my friends. Yes. It's not in my character, and I used to get really down on myself because I couldn't make myself do it. When I was in it, it was cool, but I was just, mm-hmm. you know, I just love doing what I do, and I love my work, and I'm very productive, and I love being productive, and so I I've, I've have a process I call stillness on the fly, and, and what you're saying is like some of the things that you're talking about is not going to take those two hours a day or even an hour a yes. day to do. It's really that, that tiny, tiny little bits of rewiring here and there and here and there. And so I think it's, it's so practical. Yes. Yes. That's what everybody says to you. You're like, everything you're talking about is so practical. And I'm like, I'm a Virgo. Everything I do is practical. <laughs> like, it's just me. I'm practical. I need things that are easy. I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't Love always it. have 40 minutes to meditate. You know what I mean? So yes. yeah, that's yes. totally what I'm all about. Oh, great. Well, we get along on that piece. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is so exciting. So, uh, Tammy, maybe we can just share, um, uh, you know, if people want to learn more about you, not just, you know, not just the book, of course, which they can get on, you know, Amazon and Barnes & Noble and on your website. Yes. Um, can you share a little bit about how people can connect with you and learn more about what you do? Yes. So, um, so obviously you can find me on um, Facebook, on Instagram, and Twitter. I'm at Elevated Tammy. Um, and then if, if you go to my website, TammyMasterBirdie.com, um, a lot of what I teach in addition to signs and synchronicity is taming the chaos in our lives, which, by the way, is an entire chapter before we even get to the five-step process because mm. if you are in chaos and drama, you're going to miss the signs. Um, but there you can actually get um, on the home page, you can get my top two, t- two tools <laughs> to, uh, to tame the chaos in your life in, and, and sort of find your happy place even in the midst of chaos and craziness. And again, those tools are quick and easy and fast tools that you can just take with you. Um, and you can find a lot, of, a lot more about me there. I have a whole YouTube channel as well. I release weekly videos every week on a variety of topics. Um, so you can find all that stuff at my website, some different classes that I teach, a membership community, and all that sort of fun. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Thank you. So I'm just going to spell it out for folks listening in. So it's Tammy yeah. Masterberti, which is T-A-M-M-Y-M-A-S-T-R-O-B-E-R-T-E.com. And uh, that's how you can get a hold of Tammy and, of course, 
um, on social media. And uh, yeah, Tammy, it's been such a pleasure and honor to interview you today. And congratulations on your amazing book. Oh, thank you so much. It's been so much fun. I love talking about this stuff. Yeah, it's been super fun. Also want to thank all the light warriors and highly sensitive souls and everyone who has found their way to Light Warrior Radio. Thank you so much for your love and your light and for listening. And until next time, bye for now.